Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments that you can do at home, and a lot more. On this edition of the show, I interviewed the amazing Kreskin. I have been a fan of late-night television my entire life, and the amazing Kreskin, the most famous mentalist of modern times was on the tonight show mainly with johnny carson 88 times his most famous stunt is having someone hide his paycheck somewhere within the audience and if he can't find it he doesn't get paid and he's he's done this thousands of times but he has not found it every time uh, around a dozen times uh, in fact one time he said that uh, he lost $22,000 because of this. Well, he is now 86 years old and still performing. But here's something you might not know. He was apparently banned from Coast to Coast AM. Here is what the almighty Wikipedia has to say about that. In 2002, Kreskin made a prediction that there would be a mass UFO sighting over Las Vegas on June 6th between the hours of 9.45 p.m. and midnight that would be witnessed by thousands of people. He also stated that if there were no sighting, he would donate $50,000 to a charity. Well, hundreds of people camped out that evening, yet no sighting occurred on June 8th. Kreskin appeared in the opening segment of the Coast to Coast AM radio show hosted by Art Bell to explain what had happened. Bell read Kreskin's press release over the air to the effect that, quote, the sighting prediction was a total fabrication in order to prove people's susceptibility to suggestion post 9-11, end quote. Now, Kreskin claimed that he was concerned, and I'm still reading from Wikipedia here, okay? These are not my words. Kreskin claimed he was concerned that a terrorist with the skills of a mentalist such as himself could pull a similar stunt involving something much worse. And he stated that the uh, prediction, the sighting there was only an experiment 
And when asked about the $50,000 donation he had previously promoted, Kreskin uh, claimed there was indeed a sighting that night since he said glowing green orbs were supposedly spotted in the sky just before midnight and reported by witnesses after news camera crews had already left the scene. Wikipedia continues to say because of this one reported sighting, Kreskin said his prediction came true anyway, and therefore he did not have to pay the money he previously announced. This statement offended Art Bell, who opined that this was merely a publicity stunt on Kreskin's part and officially banned Kreskin from his show. The Wikipedia article goes on to say, as far back as January of 1973, a magazine carried an interview with Kreskin in which he alluded to the possibility of this stunt and to the dangers of the madness of crowds in general. And uh, there's an excerpt here. It says Kreskin is aware of both the benefits and dangers of hypnotism and claims that given an audience of 200 people, quote, I'll have them seeing flying saucers. Take the same crowd to Times Square on a hot evening and you can have them screaming fire, end quote. So that's just some of the controversy here surrounding the amazing Kreskin. Well, look, when this whole incident happened in Las Vegas, well, that was around 20 years ago. And I have never talked to Kreskin. So I figured it was time for me to get his side of the story. Plus, I recently watched a movie, kind of a dark comedy, produced by Tom Hanks back in 2008 and starring John Malkovich that was inspired by the amazing Kreskin. It's called The Great Buck Howard, and uh, it was kind of hard to find, actually, but Lauren and I enjoyed watching it. And I will tell you that interviewing... The amazing Kreskin, and this was over the telephone, uh, it was kind of tricky. He definitely knows the Jedi mind trick. So often I would ask a question and he would sort of answer it in a roundabout way. So editing this was a bit of a chore. And if it sounds somewhat choppy, well, you know why. But look, listen, we had a warm, friendly conversation uh, he is a true legend, and I think you will be surprised by some of the things that he had to say. He was born in New Jersey in 1935, and here is my first conversation ever with one of history's most successful entertainers, a man famous for his mental stunts and stage hypnotism the Amazing Kreskin. His website is AmazingKreskin.com. That is K-R-E-S-K-I-N.com. The legendary Amazing Kreskin. Welcome, sir, to the show. Josh, I have to tell you, and this is the first time we have spoken. The listeners should really know this. Uh, I'm very excited that you have a program of this nature and that you're, you have an enthusiasm about the program. The program is live. By the way, folks, 
in the best of taste, uh, I promise you I will dare not read uh, Joshua's thoughts on the air. I'm only joking, <laughs> Joshua. That's the uh, that's the other thing, Joshua. You know, we're afraid today because uh, I, I, I travel a great deal. I have flown. Uh, so far, it was announced, by the way, before the pandemic, so it's two years ago when the industry announced it, but they have figured out that I have flown in my career a little over three and one half million miles. Oh, my goodness. That's unbelievable. I am, I'm told by pilots uh, that uh, many of them have never flown that many miles, and but and the and the incidents I, and the experiences I've had. I mean, you know, it's been five and a half years off and on in Saudi Arabia and and in China and and and, and in Russia. And but my, I have a great love for this country, and I'll tell you. And, and I, I can, I can tell when you chuckle because you have an enthusiastic laugh about a laugh about you. Uh, we are losing. And I'm very concerned about this, and you know this, and you've, you've sensed it and probably even conversed about it. We're losing our sense of humor in yeah. the United States today, yeah. and we better not – listen to me, folks, because I've traveled the world. And when I was a little kid, and I'm, uh, I am uh, now uh, 86 years old, and my career, uh, I, I, it goes on and on and on. If, if you know my schedule, you'd say this is almost an incredible. But when I was a kid, Second World War. Bob Hope was on the radio and on the air, joking about everything I would see in the news, in the in the newsreels, in the in the theaters. Uh, uh, President Roosevelt. Uh, sometimes you didn't always hear, him, but you could see him slapping his leg, laughing because Hope was mocking everything in sight. If we cannot laugh at ourselves, we have lost one of the most powerful weapons to keep our country going, and it's a very important factor. But, but here's the most boring question I'm going to ask you, okay? Why are you called Kreskin? Okay, I'm going to pause the interview right there, and uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, of course, uh, well, he's going to address uh, some of these big questions. You know, what, what happened when Art Bell supposedly banned you from Coast to Coast AM, and what do you really think about UFOs and all, all that kind of stuff? Um, and I also want to point out that this particular show is my 60th Strange Things. And <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot of shows to produce. Um, I initially signed on to do 52 of these things. And so I, I just signed up to do more of them. And, uh, I, I really wanted my 60th show to be, uh, I don't know, a little more significant, I, I suppose. And I don't interview a lot of people. Uh, one of the reasons I don't interview people a lot is because when you do that, you kind of hand over the mood of your show to another person and you're not sure how it's going to turn out. But also it's actually a lot of, a lot of extra work, um, because I'm a one man band. Okay. I, I do this whole show myself. I composed all but one piece of the bumper music. So when I interview somebody, I have to you know, talk to the person and then edit everything and, uh, and, and then, you know, put it all together. It's very time consuming. And I think I might have to take a break pretty soon. I think I, I'm, cause I haven't missed a week in 60 shows. I'm going to have to talk to Tom Danheiser and maybe I need a little vacation, but I just want you to know that 
I can't talk about everything on the show. There's not enough time. That is why if you want to really know what I'm up to and you want to be involved with my projects, you have to go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P when you type that in and put your E mail address into the e-newsletter subscription bank it's free these are e-newsletters that i write with my own fingers as soon as you do that you're going to receive an an automated email from me with links to all kinds of really cool free interesting stuff to make your life much more magical and i'll be able to keep you informed of what i'm up to regardless of what it is i have enterprises all over the world uh, I just signed a contract to also work on some really cool TV stuff that I wasn't expecting. But I was like, this is too good. I can't turn this down. <laughs> JoshuaPWarren.com. That's my name. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Wizard of Weird will be right back. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminous for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminous today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminous. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and Strange Things. To strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And now let's get back to my interview. The first one ever with the amazing Kreskin. But but here's the most boring question I'm going to ask you. Okay. Why are you called Kreskin? <laughs> I got to tell you the story, Brian, because a lot of people don't know this. I, um, I knew what I wanted to do when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And people are fascinated because there's now four different groups that want to do a movie based on my work or different areas of my work. When I say on my work or different areas of my work, uh, aside from my entertainment, which is, of course, the passion of my life, I have been involved in over 350 crime cases in the Western world, working with law enforcement to help solve crimes. And those very few of those stories are known. And they say, my God, Christian, we could build a, a movie just around the 
experiences when I was nearly murdered in a in a in a crime case and brought in on on on, on th- and 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 I never sought to do this to gain publicity because I I had my my following through the entertainment world and so forth. But they say people would like to hear about this and understand what is going on. <laughs> why why are you call? Well, for one thing, you just blew my I mind. I gotta tell you what. Okay, for for one thing, you just blew my mind because I had I, I figured you were gonna say, oh, I'm an entertainer. You're telling me you've been solving crimes. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, and, and and some 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 were, uh, would would be recognized by people because they were major major incidents. I can tell you. Let me tell you uh, things that people don't know about me and find absolutely. As they say, Creston can't, and I'm, I'm trying to do this. I'm, I'm trying to set aside every week or so an evening uh, for, uh, where I'm not performing or doing a performance, which usually runs two hours, a little over two hours, but in which I'm meeting with a vast audience, and they are asking me questions about my career because people said, Creston, how did this unfold? Well, when I was five years old, I, I couldn't read, uh, but my, my, my mother uh, uh, would read me comic books. I collected a lot of comic books, but I'm an avid reader now. Uh, when I'm home, I read four books a night. No, I don't speed read. I don't, I, I read. I read through, but I, I can I can grasp a paragraph in a, in a few seconds. I have over 8,000 books. My, my library's been filmed by the BBC in Canada. But at the same time, uh, she'd be reading comics, and it was a comic being read to me that a few people will know about. Uh, it was popular in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and it was called Mandrake the Magician. Yeah. And it was written by Lee Falk, and he was, uh, he was not a magician. He had hypnotic abilities. He had telepathic abilities. He fought crime and so forth. And while when we went out and played cops and robbers and what have you, I played instead of a, a policeman or whatever have you, I played Mandrake in, in this imaginary fantasy world and so forth. And uh, it became a passion in my life. I started doing this in, in school. I started doing experiments uh, on Fridays for about a half an hour, the teachers would set aside a half an hour in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and I would attempt to read the thoughts of my audience. I remember in one case, I said, Jane Hamilton, she was in the back of the room, it was in sixth grade, I said, you're thinking, I told you to think of a movie, but you're, you're thinking of a movie you saw a year ago. She said, well, that's right. And I said, yeah, it was around Christmas time, and I gave her the name of the movie. All right, so why are you called Kreskin? Because... Well, my original name was Kresge. Yeah. I'm a Polish. I'm Polish, K-R-E-S-G-E. But I didn't want to uh, have a name that uh, I didn't want to create any because there were department stores all over town in, in New Jersey when I was a kid. The Kresge department store. So I wanted to create my own name. So I took the K-R-E-S, dropped the G-E. Out of the letter K, he was a famous show business mystery worker in a, a century or two before before I was ever born. So I added the K, and I added I-N. Now, as I was saying earlier, I thought I was going to talk to you, and you would say, I'm an entertainer, and ESP may or may not exist, and all this. but you're telling me that you actually believe that ESP is real, and you have been using this for practical purposes. Is that correct? I feel to a degree. I don't claim to be a psychic. I I, I respect people who who I feel that they're psychics, what have you. But I feel 
that I have a natural gift. I don't understand everything I do, but that does not make it mysterious or occult or what have you. So, okay, so what, where is the line here between an entertainer and actually being someone who understands that ESP exists? And you said you've been solving crimes for good Lord's sake. I mean, help, help us all understand that because that's going to be confusing for most people. Yes, it, yes, it could be. The point of the matter is one of the, one of the great secrets of my life is I've learned to listen and hear and tune into people to a tremendous depth. Uh, uh, and, and I don't mean mystically that I'm using a crystal ball or what have you, but if I talk to people, I can, you, you, you can ask people who worked for me and people in, in, in television, if I pick up a phone and someone is called in, I can tell you within 20 seconds, they're upset, they're, something's happening with the family, or they're happy, or they're excited. In the sound of their voice, something gets to me, and I can, I can really zero in on how they're thinking and what they're thinking. I don't have the answers to everything. I don't mean it in that way. But that's part of the key to what I do. We hear this term suggestion a lot. Yes. But but how yes, does, we do. But but how does that term practically apply in the real world on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. The power of suggestion is a very formidable force. It's being abused right now mm-hmm. by and, and some of the news broadcasts that have distorted the news and what have you. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you a story now, which I think has to be told so that people can understand. We all know of a famous legend, and I knew him very well. We we gave him very close. A legendary actor by the name of Orson Welles, a great actor who played the War of the World and did the radio thing, the War of the Worlds, what have you. And there's a famous story in the the, uh, early, late 18th, uh, 1930s, where panic hit the nation because by his radio show, he created a panic of, of, of uh, outside forces coming into the world and what have you, UFOs and, and powers and what have you. And, and, and it was so dramatic that he, he became a legend in just that one show dealing with the war of the world. That's not the true story. The true story, now folks, hear this if you talk about this in college or in high school and in psychology classes. Know the full picture of this. Orson Welles was a great actor, a brilliant, brilliant man. He was a fan of mine, and I, I always admired him. But when the uh, when the, the Orson Welles was going to do H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, you have to understand that there were many, many rumors of possibility influences of outside uh, countries coming into this country. Uh, inevitably, Japan, uh, uh, the Japanese attacks, and, uh, and Germany attacked, and what have you. Uh, and we had we had uh, a breakout of war outside of the nation, but then it, it, it covered the whole world. But th- this hadn't happened yet. Nothing had happened. There was no attack, nothing like that. But there were rumors, and the rumors were getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Then something happened. Orson Welles decided to do the War of the Worlds, where UFOs and other factors were coming into the country and, and, and influencing our country. But he decided to do it in a different way. He decided to do it like a news broadcast. So when the War of the Worlds went on, they introduced this as Orson Welles, the War of the Worlds based on it, and you heard the story. But there was another problem. The biggest radio show at that time, at that hour, 
was Edgar Burke and Charlotte McCarthy, uh, a ventriloquist, a brilliant and must be loved man. And that night, the guest on the show was going to be an opera singer because he had a lot of people from the movies that came on his show. And a lot of the public got turned off by the idea of an opera singer. She wasn't going to sing opera, but she was appearing on the show. And they got turned off, and they turned the station, and they moved to CBS, where you now heard Orson Welles not introducing a radio show, but already in the middle of a show, broadcasting it in New Jersey. There are landings taking place. There have to, this is happening, and this is happening. And the public heard this in the middle of a station with this, with the setting already hinting that we could be attacked in some way. And believe it or not, that's what caused the panic, the combination of rumor, of, of uh, misnews being given out and what have you. And it, 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 it changed our, our whole society at that point. I've written 22 books and uh, a and a movie, The Great Buck Howard, in which John Malkovich plays me in the movie. It's not a biography movie. I was going to ask you about a, that. I, I, did, is that a sore subject? Because that's not a very flattering no. portrayal. How, how did that no, all happen? No, it's a, char- it's a character thing. He did an excellent job. He did an excellent job with it. It was a really, but it wasn't my, my life story in any way, shape, or form. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you what is more exciting, and you are the first to hear this uh, nationally, but it's going to be talked about uh, on scores and scores of shows. The uh, character, and, and and I'm not in the I'm not in the movie. I'm a tree in the movie, but uh, the the, per, the person's voice you're hearing, who's playing the magic tree, is the amazing Kreskin. Except that it has just been announced. It is coming to television and will be an animated series. Isn't that wild? <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm so well. Thank you very much for announcing that here. And uh, boy, yeah, that's I can't wait. And and you know, I want to ask you this because again, you know, I do work for Coast to Coast AM at this point. Oh, and, yes, uh, I understand. And, yes. and, and uh, I I read uh, that the, the the late great Art Bell banned you from Coast to Coast AM because I live in Las Vegas, you know, and I read on Wikipedia that he banned you in 2002 because of a prediction you made about a UFO in Las Vegas. What's the real story there? Time for a break. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Hang on, Josh will be right back. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Now, back to my interview with the amazing Kreskin. Uh, I, I read uh, that the, the, the late great Art Bell banned you from Coast to Coast AM because I live in Las Vegas, you know, and I read on Wikipedia that he banned you in 2002 because of a prediction you made about a UFO in Las Vegas. What's the real story there? The real story there, yeah, the real story there is, is, is and, and there the thousands of people that were there, I made a prediction 
I made a prediction because I wanted to show how powerful uh, an idea can be. And I reiterated this on many, many shows, Carson and everybody else, you know, that there would be a sighting. And I, I, I named the night that it would take place in Las Vegas, California. Now, let's, let's, let's get to Art Bell because I, I think he may have regretted this later on. We won't go into this anyway. Anyway, so I, I made that prediction. And then the police came to me because I was going to be there in, in person and said, Kreskin, we better do something about this. We're not getting hundreds of people. We're getting thousands of people. This, this, the, the, the desert's going to be crowded and we're going to have to get, get secured. Do you mind if we have police? And I said, no, no, I, I, I'd like them to be there. So let's put this together. There I was, and there were thousands of people in front of me. And I said, you know, it's getting close to that time. It's nighttime and so forth. I said, look, and I put it upward. And hundreds of people, not thousands, because they didn't all respond. But hundreds of people started pointing out UFOs in the sky. One lady was crying. She says, oh, my God, it looks like it's going to land. And it be and what I demonstrated was what the power of suggestion can do. And when it was all at the end of the 10, 20 minutes, I erased the image so that they would not be confused on what they had experienced or seen. But there were no UFOs there. So Mr. Bell uh, decides to uh, to uh, announce, well, I betrayed the integrity. Now, I happen to believe in, in UFOs. I, I've, I've, I've flown with some of the mo most uh, responsible people I've ever known, and that's Arthur Godfrey's one of them who said he, he had found a UFO that he thought was flying right next to this plane and what have you. So, so the, it was gone and what have you. And I went back to the hotel. I was changing my clothes. And then started getting called by some of the press that was still there. Yes, yes, and I'm very proud to say this. Throughout Vegas, that night, an hour and a half later, were UFO sightings seen, and they were not by suggestion. They were seen by pilots and what have you. So I had a prediction that came true, but also had a lesson to it. I, it would be idiotic and slightly limited if we thought that we were the only intelligence in the universe. God forbid that be the case. I think that is all I'm going to play for you. We talked for about an hour, uh, but those are the most significant highlights. Again, his website is amazingkreskin.com, K-R-E-S-K-I-N.com. And so what do you think? What do you think about the conflict that he apparently had uh, around 20 years ago with Art Bell? You know, as a host on the Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, you should not be surprised for me to explain that Art Bell made a big impact on my life. And uh, because Art Bell created Coast to Coast AM. And George Norrie has also had a big impact on my life. And one thing I will tell you about being interviewed by Art Bell, because he started interviewing me when I, many, many years ago when I was quite a young man. And I knew him for years. And as you probably realize, in my living room, I have got Art Bell's wooden alien statue standing there. And it's one of my most prized possessions. 
When Art Bell was interviewing you, uh, there was no doubt that he was in absolute control of the conversation. He had these very strict guidelines about how he wanted that show to be presented. And I can understand why that it would be easy uh, it, it, or at that time, uh, it, it would have been easy to tick him off. Uh, in fact, I got into a debate with Art Bell one time about EVP, electronic voice phenomena. Uh, I actually was more doubtful about the legitimacy of much of it than Art Bell. So, you know, now that you... You've heard what I read you about the, the conflict and you've heard what Kreskin had to say. You can just sort of make up your own mind, I guess, as, as to how you feel about that. But nonetheless, as I said, Kreskin was very friendly to me. Uh, we had, as you can tell, a really interesting uh, conversation. And one thing that <laughs> it's kind of outstanding. You know, I, I was born and raised in Asheville, North Carolina, and I have tours there, the haunted Asheville ghost tours, which are very popular. I also have tours out here in the Las Vegas area, the haunted Boulder city tours. And for over 10 years, I had a museum in Asheville called the Asheville mystery museum. And my wife, Lauren bought me one of the coolest things I think, I think anybody's ever given me. She bought me the amazing Kreskin ESP kit, which I think was created in the 1960s. He, Kreskin teamed up with Milton Bradley. And the problem is I, I just, I love the artwork and I loved everything about it, but the reason I don't have a museum anymore is that it was in the basement of the Asheville Masonic Temple and it would regularly get flooded down there because it sits at the bottom of a hill and it's a really old building. And so uh, the Kreskin ESP kit, uh, it ended up being severely damaged by, by water. So I don't know if it might have gotten trashed, I'm afraid to, I'm sorry to say, but um, most of the cool stuff that I had in my museum uh, was transferred and is in storage and someday hopefully it will, it will be on display again. But I don't remember exactly what was in the Kreskin ESP kit. I believe that it had a pendulum and some cards and, you know, it was just... Uh, it was the kind of product that reminded you of a Ouija board. And he said that Milton Bradley sold over 1 million of those things and even honored him by giving him like this fine wooden version of the game, which he has at his house, which I'm trying to get him to sell me. <laughs> Like, I don't have enough stuff already. People are always contacting me, you know, and they're asking me if I want to buy crazy things. And I say, my house is packed. I have uh, at least two storage units on, on the West Coast that are packed, at least two or three on the East Coast that are packed. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That's what you see when you have a museum, you, you, you get to be a professional hoarder, I guess. So 
Um, eventually, again, when the time is right, all that will be on display and we'll see how the world unfolds in the near future. But, you know, when, when Kreskin was talking about believing in UFOs, uh, I was actually talking to him the day that this story came out. And I'm going to try to at least start talking about this before we hit our next break. This is actually a coast to coast AM story that was posted by Tim Banal. And the headline is China's lunar rover to investigate mystery hut spotted on the far side of the moon. And it's interesting talking to Kreskin thinking about uh what he was saying about war of the worlds and and people freaking out and and his own belief in the power of suggestion and how people would react to this sort of thing and of course you know i i want to thank him very much for being on this show and i thought it was really interesting that this news story came out and it sort of coincided with some of the things that we were talking about um Gosh, let's see. Okay, I'm going to I'll start reading this. China's U2 and that's spelled Y-U-T-U. China's U-2-2 lunar rover is on route to investigate a curious cube like anomaly that has been dubbed the mystery hut spotted on the far side of the moon. Word of the weird observation reportedly came about by way of the Chinese National Space Administration's R-Space website in a post that says the blog recounts how scientists were admiring the horizon as seen by the rover when, quote, suddenly an obtrusive cube on the northern skyline attracted their attention as it pierced through the winding of the skyline like a mysterious hut that appeared out of thin air. Uh, do you remember the movie 2001, A Space Odyssey? More thoughts on this when we come back. And also, I don't mean to be a fear mongerer here, my friends, but it's true. It's true. All the psychics I know are freaking out right now. I'll explain. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You are listening to Strange Things. On the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, I'll be back after these important messages. Hang in there. Josh is coming right back on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu And we're back with Strange Things and Joshua P. Warren to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and it's definitely bizarre to think there is a dark side of the moon. What that means is 
there is a hemisphere of the moon that is always facing away from Earth due to a phenomenon known as tidal locking. Now, look, I know that you're probably if you've never watched an animation of that, it's not going to make much sense. And I'm not going to even try to explain this on a podcast, but it is amazing, amazing to think there's a whole side of the moon we just never get to see from our earthbound telescopes. We just have to take the word <laughs> uh, from these governments that go up there and look around. And now we have this story. Uh, again, this is Coast to Coast AM. Yeah, there is, according to the Chinese, some kind of a big cube-shaped object on the surface of the moon. And in the movie 2001, A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick, you know, there is this obelisk that's discovered on the moon. And it somehow holds the key to us comprehending that we are not alone, that there are other intelligent forces in the universe. The article goes on to say, uh, let's see, the, the report went on to note that there was a sizable impact crater near the object and uh, then fantastically wondered if the oddity is quote a home built by aliens after crash landing or quote a pioneer spacecraft of the predecessors to explore the moon end quote a less imaginative explanation put forward by scientists is that the anomaly is merely a boulder that came to rest upon the surface of the moon by whatever created the crater next to it. But that as it, uh, it says, be that as it may, the team behind the rover are understandably intrigued by the peculiar observation and in an admirable display of scientific inquiry have now directed the craft to head towards the mystery hut. Um, this is especially interesting to me because you've heard me talk before about the fact that I worked for years as uh, an apprentice to a NASA Hall of Fame scientist named Charles Yost. And he was always amazed by this piece of footage that appears to show something like a smokestack, some kind of a rectangular looking object jutting from the surface of the moon and uh, a piece of NASA footage. And if you've never seen this, go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link there in the menu to the Gallery of the Strange. And you'll see a heading there that says a smokestack on the moon. And when you click that, you can see this footage and, and you get some more thoughts on that. In fact, I was on a program that aired on the sci-fi channel. I think it was two hours back in 2015, I think. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2015 call aliens on the moon, aliens on the moon. I have Amazon prime. And so if you go to Amazon prime right now, you can watch this. Okay. It says it's a 90 minute documentary. You can watch this for free uh, in some locations. And uh, anyway, Aliens on the Moon, The Truth Exposed. And that mystery 
is addressed as well as, as many others. And, you know, I was talking on a recent show about self-fulfilling prophecies. You have to be very careful because if you tell people that something bad is, is about to happen, then they might make decisions that create that bad outcome. So I avoid fear-mongering and doom and gloom stuff as much as I can. But look, the reality is we, we're all living in the same world right now. And this is, I'm recording this in early December of 2021. And uh, the world is pretty messed up still. I mean, it's, I think any historian would be like, yep, this is a pretty messed up period for human history. And when you try to look at the future and figure out what's going to happen, uh, often it seems cloudy. It seems unclear. Even Yoda, I remember, would say once in a while, like, hmm, he, 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 he wasn't certain what was going to happen. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, I know a lot of people all around the world who call themselves psychics. And not all of them, but almost all of them have been contacting me and telling me that they're freaking out, that something big is about to happen. And I, I don't want to make any claims about whether it's something good or something bad. It's just something big and kind of shocking and there's a, there's a tremor. I mean, yes, a lot of them are saying it's going to be bad, but that could be a relative situation. I mean, everything is kind of relative. So let's say that the Chinese have discovered on the moon. Sure enough, there's proof that they're going to reveal that uh, other intelligence is out there, which that to me, that's like a duh thing. That's, that would not be surprising to me at all. Um, but what if, like Kreskin was saying, it's true. Like if that's revealed, people will flip out. They will panic and they will start doing a bunch of crazy stuff because they panic. I don't know. I figure I, I need to toss it out there though. So there you go. I've done it. Uh, okay, before we end the show, how about a more positive story? This is a story from Fox News. And by the way, I watch Fox and CNN and ABC. Oh, nowadays, the media is so biased. Everybody assumes uh, they know what your political beliefs are because of what news sources you look at. And I look at all of it. Here's the story. What's the, uh, okay, here's the headline. What's the story with eggnog? Where it came from and how it served. Eggnog has been a popular Christmas drink so long, even George Washington had a recipe for it. See, nice holiday story. There's no denying that the month of December is peak eggnog time. The sweet and spicy beverage has been a holiday staple for hundreds of years, but not everyone knows what it's uh, knows what it's made of. I guess there's a typo here, uh, where it comes from or why we drink it. Uh, anyway, so they go on to say eggnog 
which is actually a drinkable form of custard, originated in medieval Britain, where locals created a hot, creamy, ale-like drink. The name eggnog is a combination of noggin, which is a wooden cup, and grog, a strong beer. And one of the experts here says that early colonists traveling to America helped the drink become popular during the holidays as locally farmed eggs and milk, in addition to locally made rum and whiskey, was readily available. So, anyway... They give all kinds of different tips on how you can enjoy eggnog. You know, here's the thing about uh, my personal opinion. I Eggnog is one of those things. It's like, yeah, I can handle it at, at Christmas time. Wouldn't want to drink it every day. I'm not a huge fan of it. But yeah, okay. I, I can do it. It says, uh, if homemade eggnog isn't something that sounds appealing to you, there are countless dairy and egg manufacturers who have packaged their tried and true recipes. All right, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah. Do you like, uh, do you like eggnog year round? <laughs> yeah, once a year we can handle it. All right, my friends. Well, I hope that everything turns out well for you. As uh, our year is winding down, um, keep a positive mindset and take a deep breath. That's what you have to do sometimes, you know. You can't let the world determine how you feel. You have to brainwash yourself. And that's why I like to play the good fortune tone for you as often as I can. It's a vibration that will help you out. If you can, close your eyes. Relax. And let's see if we can make your next week fantastic. Here is the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs>